1: Hi, how are you? This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and this is the Mindfully Integrative Show. And today we have an awesome mindful chat with John Barnes. He's an author, he is a speaker, he is an individual that's going to kind of motivate you and tell you a little bit about his story and his life. So thank you so much, John, Mr. Barnes, for being on. My
2: my pleasure, great to be here, thank you.
1: So so tell me a little bit, um, a little fun fact, as I say, that people may not know about you. (laughs)
2: probably the the fun fact i would give is i'm a former stand-up comedian i did stand-up comedy full-time uh for about four years back in the early 90s so a long time ago great experience Uh, that was transitioning out of a career in banking if you can believe it so um (laughs) that's quite my fun fact
1: yeah what what was your like kind of jokes like what was your like area was it dirty stuff not good stuff like what kind of Uh, area did you love most
2: of it had to do with with poking fun at myself i found that very um advantageous disarming to audiences you know if you can if you can pick on yourself a little bit they can get with you so uh i also started doing impressions and and so I did a lot of that and a lot of material around doing impressions. Unfortunately, most of the people I do really well aren't with us anymore. You know,
1: so, uh, I cannot make an impression for the life of me. So uh, that it's would be the worst.
2: Well, It's funny. I think you, and
1: I don't think I'm funny at all. So there's like the, 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 that area of being comedy would not be on my number one list. That would be on, that would be on the bottom of.
2: Well, it it is a learned practice. People think you're born with it and it's not true. It's, it's like anything else. It's a, a learned practice that's, that's, uh, enhanced through practice and repetition and emotional involvement, just like everything Mm. else. So Mm.
1: that makes sense. But laughter is, is a healing, uh, like factor for others, you know, it's a way of, of healing and a way of getting past a lot of, you know, uh, emotional response. So it's, it's a good thing, you know, for that, for absolutely, the others.
2: Absolutely. It's uh, um, hard to feel bad. If you, you know, watch 20 minutes of Robin Williams, <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. hard, hard to feel bad when you laugh that hard. So yeah, yeah. Like, almost tricky. impossible. So, yeah.
1: so um, let's chat about you and how kind of um, your life's journey into, like you said, you were, you were a banker and, where you're at now in this integrative health space as I call
0: it
2: wonderful um I think like a lot of people I pursued career even family in the sense of what was expected or what I felt was expected of me uh I was married for 20 years I was a banker in finance a lot of other things etc and I kept you know I kept doing things like comedy I kept doing things like sitting down and writing and and making up stories etc and they were all really interesting clues that um i had a little bit of a creative side actually more than a little creative side that i was suppressing because i felt like i should or i felt like there were things that i needed to do rather than what i wanted to do and i'm i'm not attempting taking to take
1: care of your family doing things like Sure. No, and all of
2: these people, things right. are important. Uh, I'm not saying oh, I'll right. chuck it all and do whatever. that That's right. not my point at all. However, the way I will put it is I felt at that time, a lot of my life was out of alignment. Mm. Um, when I speak of alignment or perfect self-expression, this is not my concept. It's about being in alignment with thoughts, feelings, and actions. And I believe a lot of the time, people are out of alignment. I know I was for a long time. And about 12 years ago, uh, it really kind of started an in-depth journey. Uh, the subject was me, I guess, and and uh, um, what the core beliefs I had, uh, what they were, whether they were helpful or enhancing me or whether they were in my way. And um, just changed things around. Not that I, you know, I have, I have a, a, a real career as well as a writing career as a speaking and, and coaching career, et cetera, do a lot of different things. However, my perspective on all those things has changed a great deal. And it's, so it's an inner journey. Uh, it's also a journey of of what am I doing in my life uh, um, intentionally? Uh, COVID, not that we're going to talk about COVID. However, that period of time, yeah. I became very intentional about the routines I I adopted during isolation. I thought it was really easy to get the wrong input, really easy to stagnate. That's when I I really started doing a lot more daily meditation. Uh, Things like daily journaling, um, watching and being intentional and careful about the input uh, from the TV, from reading, from other people. And um, it's made a huge difference in my life just in how I feel. Uh, how I produce. I mean, I'm an author now. I never would have gotten to that place without this journey. So um, that's a bit about it. It's, it's, it's funny talking to a clinician because I'm not qualified. I'm not a clinician. However, I believe there are so many things that we can do that have a great impact on our life that are just practical things.
1: Yeah, they, they really are. And that's kind of um, my, you know, coming into meeting different individuals like yourself and understanding their journey of what their path to change their behaviors and in their health, you know, and that's part of their health. Or you know, your mindful health and your mental health change, you know, um, and look where it's coming. It, it you opened up this this kind of darker spot in your life, but now you you were able to write a book and you're an author and you're a speaker and motivating individuals and and that um, you found something that you might not have realized you were able to do.
2: Uh, absolutely. And I, one of my favorite quotes is from one of my favorite mentors, Dr. Wayne Dyer, who's
1: oh, he's beautiful. Been a while for a while. Is beautiful. Uh,
2: however, uh, he, he said, everything that happens in your life had to happen. The proof is it did. And um, our stories are, are so powerful. We have an event, we have an emotional experience around that event, we develop a story. And that's good news. We're in charge of that story. If we've made up a story that we feel like holds us back, upon reflection, we can change the meaning of the story. The event's the same; the meaning we attach to it is is different. And when I set out to write, um, I did not want to write another personal growth book. Uh, not that I have anything against that. However, I wanted to tell stories. I believe our stories in our lives are, are exceptionally powerful to ourselves. You know, we, we sometimes don't appreciate. Uh, we just accept something that we've created as true, and it may be really holding us back or really creating difficulties in our life, including health difficulties, etc. And the good news is we can change the meaning of that. So, in the work I've done as a coach and and uh, facilitator, I've heard so many stories, and they're all inspirational. They're all powerful, and um, that's what I did when I created the book. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to tell stories and hopefully provide some info, inspiration to people to change their own or to uh, to look at them a little differently, to shift their perspective a little bit in a healthy way.
1: I, I love that. And your book um, that you just finished writing? The
2: book is 18, a novel of ruin and redemption. Um not sure how visible it is, and uh, shameless plug: I'm launching this book on the 29th of August.
1: No shameless plug. You're on here. I want you to talk about it.
2: So, uh, ruin wonderful. to
1: redemption. Please explain.
2: So, um, every character. This is. Uh, it's quite a journey. When I set out to write this, it's set in the world of golf. I'm a very passionate golfer, and I'm always drawing golf metaphors to life, and and the opposite. However, it's not about golf. It's about a golfer and the people in his life. there are about four different intersecting storylines. And every one of these characters has a form of ruin in their life. And then through their own path and through their own choices, they're redeemed. And uh, I think a lot of times we look at life and uh, I don't want to be too general, however, uh, we'd like life to be easy and consistent and not uh, not challenging and we, you know, bad things to happen, et cetera. And that's not the life we live. We all have challenges. We all have things that happen in our lives. And uh, there's something on the other side of that. And so all of these characters have that. The, the book is fictional. The, the characters are inspired by other people that I have known, including myself and um meant to be entertaining and inspirational um and by the way I'm thrilled and just love the female characters I have in the book um I have I have some wonderful female characters in the book that I'm so proud of and that I I love dearly I love all my characters even the bad guy I love the bad guy so um it's exciting for me it's it's something that that uh uh was the biggest I guess, uh, example or evidence of life passion and following life passion. And I I hope it sells millions and millions of copies, but whether it does or whether it doesn't, it's something that had to get out and uh, I'm immensely proud of. And that effect on my life has been huge and will continue to be huge. The fact that I did this and I had to fight through a whole lot of things personally to get to that point. So...
1: Yeah, no, writing a book isn't isn't an, is an easy undertaking, but in general, the your growth period from there and also your own health transitions in the sense of you went from like a steady job consistency to realizing you now you were a comedian, you were saying, to <laughs> then being this other side career to this newfound life work. Um and you're making a difference for yourself and for others in this different path. Do you regret anything that you left behind or do you feel like you've kind of moved on? From-
2: you know, I can, I can look at it from the standpoint of are there regrets? And I think there, there are always regrets. And then uh, we look at that. I, a quote I'll give is that um, wisdom comes from experience. Experience comes from making a boatload of mistakes. So I can look upon things as regrets. And, and I can also look upon those things as those were things I had to do to learn. Um, it, it, making mistakes is always uncomfortable. Looking back and, and uh, with regret is, is always something we do and that, that is uncomfortable. And I, I wish I could always look at those things as priceless experiences. Uh, I wouldn't learn any other way. So um, there's a lot of that. I mean, I, I I spent a lot of time in a marriage that wasn't fulfilling to me. And that that isn't a, a slight toward my former wife at all. Uh, I believe we stayed in that for our own reasons. And some of them weren't the best. So uh, was that a very dark time in my life? Yes. And did it lead me here? It did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm grateful.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it's not those darker times, those negative moments or things in life that have you've struggled through have kind of made you your growth period to where you are. But it's also beyond that now you've you're writing even though you didn't want to write a personal growth book or development book, here you're writing a self help to others in a fictional way. And you'll probably have more books out there. I I can imagine oh, it sounds yeah. like in your in your conversation Absolutely. already that there's a plenty more that you want to say uh
2: one hundred percent and um it's mm-hmm. it's it's a uh it's a personal growth message with with a whole lot of entertaining drama and, uh, <laughs> i uh I believe that's the juice you know when when do we really learn when we've got an emotional charge on something that's really when we learn and uh so the stories having uh, an emotional impact. All of our stories is uh, is how we have an opportunity to learn.
1: And your like you had said that your you used golf as your vehicle of mm-hmm. uh, health transition, or just like in your mental health or or emotional feelings, and or did you always use it for physical like enjoyment? <laughs>
2: I've i always that's been the passion. I've done a lot of physical things. I learned a yeah, tremendous yeah. amount from from uh, being a martial artist for about seven or eight years as well, and a lot of parallels between that and golf. Um, I I kind of got to a point, and maybe this is on topic. I hope it is that I had to give myself permission to tell a story that way. You know, I, I would have voices in my head that say, well, geez, that, how are you going to tie that in, you know, with, with the story you want to tell? And one of the cool realizations for me was, well, I can, I'm using my imagination and there's, there's no limit to my imagination except the yeah. ones I impose. So um, just that feeling kind of, kind of breathes life into me. And uh, I love to see people, more people do that. And it's not a question of, and, or either or, It's a question of both. It's, there's, there's a way to do whatever you feel like is your passion, you know, whether it's you know basket weaving or writing or speaking or golf or whatever it is and your, and your career, the things you need to do to stay alive.
1: Were there any lessons that you learned throughout this uh, path that when you were writing these stories?
2: Wow. So many. We could talk all day. Probably the biggest one is, um, That my voice matters. And even if it only matters to me or just a few people, uh, it matters.
1: It's a ripple. There's
2: there's no um, you talk about leading and leadership. We're all leading every day. And uh, we're also all following. However, how are we leading? Whether we're intending to or not, we're leading. Uh, so that's that's one big thing I'll say.
1: Do you have um, a little lesson in your book that you would like to share, or a a, a, a page or something that you'd share in your book?
2: I'd love to. Um, That'd be great. One of the major themes in the book is the F word. Don't get nervous. doc. <laughs> standing for forgiveness. Um, one huge lesson in the book is forgiveness. And a lot of times that's, heard that's in a, Huge. It's, it's, it's hurt sometimes in a biblical sense in that, well, it's right to forgive, or maybe the Bible or God says it's a, you know, you should forgive forgiveness is a better way to live. Uh Forgiveness is a gift given oneself. Uh It doesn't mean a pass. It doesn't mean weakness. It means to give as before. All of these characters find a way to give as before, before they were hurt, before they were slighted, before, they fell or or fell short somehow. And um, if there's only one lesson out of the book and, and that was it, I'd be satisfied.
1: I think that is a very profound lesson. Um, spiritual health and spiritual wellness is something we don't always talk about, but um, I talk about it a lot on this podcast, but in general as healthcare providers and others, it's, I feel the, Connecting with whatever source that is for you and finding this forgiveness even with yourself or others is a profound thing that we don't always do or understand or know how to do, especially even in the toughest times. So the fact that you're talking about it, maybe someone is listening right now and saying, I need to forgive X, Y, Z, or I need to just forgive myself for Whatever the situation is. And that's needed. People need to hear those tough moments to see, because sometimes forgiveness is harder than forgetting.
2: Absolutely. I, I think that it comes down a lot of times to no, I need this armor. I need this grudge. I need this resentment <laughs> right. because it protects me. And If that's true, fine. It maybe protects you, but by keeping your heart safe, it keeps anything else from getting in. Mm -hmm. It's a better way to live. And um, I I so appreciate you talking about the spiritual side of this. I happen to be a Christian. Um, However, for however it's organized, I believe one big thing we're missing in our world today, not to be controversial, is a reconnection to our source. Uh, I say
0: source
1: that everyone in this podcast can, whatever that is for them, whatever Um, it is also, but, you know, whatever they want to call their source. I
2: I laugh. One of my comedian friends, uh, he was from New York, and he said, I grew up thinking God's name was Harold because I was a Catholic in New York City. And the Catholic priest would say, ah, Father, who art in heaven, Harold be thy name, you know, so. Maybe Hal, if you're really tight with him. I don't know. Um,
1: oh, that's great.
2: I, I don't like to get caught up in the semantics and the rules. Uh, I, I just, I believe that we are all connected through our source. However that's organized, however it sounds, or whatever the words are for you. And uh, I would not have been able to, to do what I did in the book and so many other things in my life without that understanding and appreciation.
1: I love it. Yeah, no, I, I could not agree with you more. Thank you. Um, would you like to discuss um, a small story or um, tip that for the audience?
2: A small story or tip? Hmm. We could do all kinds of things. Um,
1: <laughs> well, how can they reach you first? How about that? Let's how they can, can uh, those... me,
2: they can reach me at my website, authorjkbarnes.com
1: jkbarnes.com i'll have them in JK, the show notes also yes
2: that'd be great Authorjkbarnes.com. love any contacts uh, discussion or we're throwing i'm on linkedin of course as well and and facebook um geez one tip sit still and breathe for 15 minutes a day sounds really easy for a lot of people it's not meditation is a practice uh, i I believe in it. It's something I do every day. I recommend to every single person, um, get still and and, and breathe. <laughs> very basic, huh, Doc?
1: Oh, it's not basic. And it's Damaris, not Doc. Don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> you look, <laughs> but yeah, you look like a doc, though. <laughs> it is very um not easy right so and it's that forgiveness of within the forgiveness of others and the energy without right so you're trying to be still and for others you know it is so important to just listen a little bit yes. so even if it's a couple minutes couple breaths let's get those let like, get them in there cuz you yes. never know what you never know what you'll be able to hear
2: absolutely so you true. never know so true <laughs>
1: Well, I um, would you like to t- talk to the audience about anything else that's inspiring you right now before we go?
2: Uh, you're inspiring to me, Damaris, that really? you're doing this. Oh, that's very sweet. And um,
1: <laughs> Passion. This, is a, Passion.
2: this is a forum that I believe is the next frontier for us, This for us as humans, in that uh, we've kind of mastered out there, outside of us. And I'd love to see us master ourselves. And uh, uh, the work you're doing, this type of work and the work that we're doing is hugely important. And I'm grateful and joyful to know you and to be able to do it.
1: Well, I'm so grateful that you're on the show and you're you know taking the time. I can't wait for those to reach out for you to you as an author, a speaker and a guide and even a comedian to get a couple laughs because laughter in itself is, you know, um, will just get us closer to a happier life, you know? So true. Do you have a joke? How about that? Do you have a joke for the end? Oh, a joke.
2: (laughs) Okay, this is my favorite clean joke.
1: All right, clean. Clean. Yes, have to be a little clean.
2: So, a uh, phone salesman calls a house. Now, this is back when there was a phone house. House a
1: phone in a house. In a house.
2: (laughs) So, a little boy picks up the phone. Is whispering. Hello. Says, "Hi, is your mom or dad home? Yes. Can I talk to him, please? No, they're busy." How about your older brother or sister? Are they there? Yeah, they're you. Can I talk to one of them? No, they're very busy. Mm. Wow, everybody's home at your house. What are they all doing? Looking for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hide and seek. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's so cute. That's so cute. Oh my gosh. Having a little one, I can totally get it. He's always trying to hide on me. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the show and for taking the time. And I can't wait for another time for you to be on your next book, probably, perhaps, and another speaking event. So thanks again, John Barnes. And I hope that each one of you listening can find a mindful way each and every day. Thanks again and have a wonderful evening.
0: Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at at infodamarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G., reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.